0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Hope Young Adults Podcast, where we help young adults grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm David Hurst, and this episode is about God's gift of ability. God has given each one of us unique abilities and talents. The question is, how do we put them to work for the glory of God? Wade Harris explains how we can use our God-given abilities to bless others and build his kingdom. This episode comes from our weekly devotional series called The Feed. Hope young adults, what is up? My name is Wade Harris. I am the high school pastor at our Raleigh campus. And I just want to say, man, uh, it's always an honor to be with you guys. Uh, I think it was about a year ago or so, uh, Matt had asked uh, me and Dwayne to just kind of talk about Um, Just some of the racial tension That was going on Uh, Me and Dwayne Calvin Our Garner campus pastor And I really had a a great time And I'll be honest I was hoping and praying That Matt would give me Another opportunity To talk with you guys And uh, he did extend That opportunity And I'm grateful Uh, You guys have Just an amazing ministry. Um, Besides my own, it's definitely one of my favorites at Hope. Um, And you guys are just, you guys are great. You guys do so much for our church. And so I'm thankful to be with you guys today. Um, So there's always this debate, this conversation, for those of you who are basketball fans, who's the greatest of all time? Some people say it's Michael Jordan. Some people say it's LeBron James. I'm a LeBron guy, but I got tremendous respect for for Michael Jordan. But here's the thing about both of those players. Early in their careers, both of them, um, they were putting up amazing statistics, right? Um, I have a few here, right? So Michael Jordan, he once averaged um, 37 points a game um, early in his career. He had another season where he averaged 32 points, eight rebounds, eight assists, just dominant stats. Um, Both of them won MVPs. Uh, Michael Jordan went defensive player of the year one year, um, but they weren't winning championships. So Michael Jordan kept running up against the Celtics, kept running against the Pistons, couldn't win a championship. LeBron actually got all the way to the finals and then uh, Mattel loved this. Tim Duncan and the Spurs swept them uh, in the finals one of the years. And part of the challenge was those guys, while they had teammates, no disrespect to their teammates, but for by and large, they were trying to do it on their own. right? They didn't have a co-star with them. They didn't have what most people would consider uh, a great deal of help to help them win that championship. It wasn't until Michael Jordan uh, got Phil Jackson as a coach, Scottie Pippen kind of stepped up um, as an all-star level player that they began to win championships. And LeBron had to take his talents to South Beach and win it with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Then he teamed up with Kyrie, won one with, uh, with the Cavs again. And then last year, my Lakers, he teamed up with Anthony Davis and won the championship. Now, obviously, I'm not here to talk about basketball, though I can talk about that all day. Um, the, the point that I'm really trying to make here is that as great as they were, they couldn't do it by themselves. They needed help. There's a lot of people in the NBA who were great players, Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, um, to name a few, John Stockton, Carl Malone, multiple all-star level players, led the league in statistical categories, but they couldn't win championships. And part of it was they never had the co-star, they never had the help, they were trying to do it by themselves. Um, And us as Christians we kind of fall in that same boat. A lot of times we try to do things on our own. We try to do things without help. But like basketball, Christianity is actually a team sport. That's why we have the church. That's why we have community, right? It's a team sport, and we're supposed to be in this thing together. Um, I I wanna share a scripture with you. Uh, The apostle Paul wrote this scripture. Uh, This is Philippians 4.13. The scripture says this. It says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. The him in this instance is our Lord, is the Lord, is the Lord God, is the Lord Jesus. Paul is saying we can't do all that we can do apart from him, right? Paul is, he wrote this desiring for us to understand that it's really not about us. It's not about me or you. It's not about our individual gifts and talents and abilities. It's about God who gave us those gifts those talents and those abilities, right? Um, God gives us our gifts. You realize that, right? It starts with him. He gave us the gifts with a specific purpose in mind. Um, I, I wanna share this story with you, uh, something that happened to me recently. And in fact, when, when Matt asked me to, to, to speak about this topic, Um, I actually wasn't quite sure what I was gonna say. You know, I I was obviously aware of these scriptures, read these scriptures, and they mean a great deal to me. Um, But something happened in the midst of me preparing this message that God said, this is actually your message right here. Um, There was a a young man um, who was brought to my attention by one of our volunteers at the church. And he was in a really just difficult situation. Um, He didn't have a working washer and dryer at his home. And um, I wanted to help him. I wanted to, to help him, but the, the reality is I didn't know what to do. Uh, he had told me what parts he needed for the washer and dryer. And I'm like, yeah, I can order those parts, but I don't know how to install any of those things myself. And um, long story short, um, I was I took my son for a workout at a youth place and uh, I was making some calls to people that I knew at the church to see if they could help me out. Um, and in the midst of making one of those calls, the owner for the facility overheard me and he said, hey, man, I, I can help you with this. And I'm like, uh, OK, I don't, I don't really know you, but <laughs> uh, uh, OK. And he said, you, you go to Hope, right? Say you of the pastors. I said, yeah, I do. I do high school ministry at the Raleigh campus. He said, hey, man, I go to the Apex campus um, and I just overheard your conversation. Sorry, I was eavesdropping, but I really want to help you out. I can do this. Long story short, me and this guy go to the kid's house the very next day and he basically has all the things that we need to fix this guy's washing machine. And we fix it. He orders the parts for the dryer. He shows me how to do it. Anybody that knows me, you know I'm not handy, so this is actually a pretty big deal. Um, And we got the washer and the dryer working. Now I share that story not because I'm anything special, I'm not. The reality is God had all those things lined up. I just needed to be available and willing, right? That was a a key example of being able to do all things through Christ. It was him who sent that gentleman, um, you know, to overhear my conversation and say, I can pitch in and help. And we were able to do that together, okay? Um, And so, again, when we go back to this concept of Christianity being a team sport, these are the types of things that we're thinking of. Second Corinthians 9, 8, Paul also wrote this. This is what he says. He says, and God is able to make all grace abound to you so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. That's the English standard version. The message translation of that says this. God can pour on the blessings in astonishing ways so that you're ready for anything and everything more than just ready to do what needs to be done, right? So again, the focus here is on God, it's not on us. It is God who is capable of pouring blessings, of giving us grace, of aligning the stars, of opening doors, of creating connections and allowing us to find favor. It's God, not us. It's God who helps us see what is possible and what should be. It's God who cleans up our mess. See, God desires for us to put our best foot forward. He wants you to work hard. He wants you to work hard on your schoolwork. He wants you to work hard at at, at being a good friend. He wants you to work hard at whatever it is you set your mind to do, but he also wants us to trust him with the results. Your best, actually may not be good enough in some instances. See, if I would've tried to go in there and fix that gentleman's, that young man's washer and dryer on my own, he would still not be able to wash clothes. But when I relied on God, when I asked God to, 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 to help me do this, that was one of my prayers during that season. Lord, help me do this. I don't, I don't I, I'm willing. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how this is all gonna come together I need you to help me with this. When I was willing to do that, that's when God said, okay, I'm gonna line these things up so that what needs to get done can get done. And I get the glory and it's not about me, okay? Now you can look at all of this that I'm saying and you say, okay, wait, okay, okay, okay. This is good. God can help me be better than I can be on my own. I get that. I understand that. I agree with that. We can be good just relying on our own abilities, but we can be great when we choose to rely on God. But now you're saying, okay, what do I do with this? What, what, what's my next steps in this? So here, I'm, I'm going to give you a couple of things. Let me give you a couple of things. In order to really trust God, you have to purpose in your heart that you are going to trust God no matter what. In order to really put it out there, Colossians 3.23 puts it this way. Whatever you do, work heartily. So that means work hard, put your best foot forward. But here's the key. Ask for the Lord and not for men. Let me read that again. Whatever you do, work heartily. Ask for the Lord and not for men. This means when you set out to do something, do it for the glory of God. Not for your own glory or ambition. Here's what we mean. If you're watching this, you've been called to a few different things that you do in life. Okay. You're either a son or a daughter. You're a brother or sister. You're a student. You might be a worker. You might be a business owner. You might be a friend. You might be a ministry leader. Okay. And you could be a number of other things, a number of other roles that you fill in your everyday life. Here's the question that you have to ask yourself. When you step into each one of those roles, when you set out to do what you do on a daily basis, why are you taking that step forward? Is it for the glory of God? Or is it some other motive? Do you wanna be great so that you can feel good? Or do you want to be great so that other people can see God working through you? Do you want to impress men? Do you want people to just high five you, pat you on your back? Man, that's an awesome job. You did a great job with that. Or is it more important for you to hear the words, well done my good and faithful servant from the Lord himself. What's your motives? Why are you doing this? What, 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 what's, what's really going on in your heart? That's the question, and I know I'm preaching to y'all right now, but here's the truth of it. I have to ask myself this on not just a daily basis, not even just on an hourly basis, on a minute by minute basis. I have to ask myself, am I really doing this for your glory, God, or Am I doing this so that people will say, man, wait, you're doing a good job. Here's the second thing. Here's the second thing. I want you guys, if you haven't already done this, some of you do. But if you haven't, I want you to find a place to serve alongside other Christians. OK, here's what First Peter 410 says, because I don't want you to think I'm just making this up. This is what 1 Peter 4:10 says: As each has received a gift, watch this. Use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's very grace. Here's what that means: God has given each of us a gift, a talent, an ability, but He's given us that gift, that talent, that ability not just for ourselves, not just for our own use. He's given that to be a blessing to other people. I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to use my own life again. One of the things that I feel like I can do fairly well is I can DJ. I've been doing it for a long time, okay? I've been doing it for 20 years. There's a point in my life, it actually paid my bills for a really long time, right? I love it, love playing music, love playing music for people. Now, here's the thing. I could have that gift and I could just be in my house playing music and I can enjoy it. My wife could enjoy it. My kids could enjoy it and there'd be no problem with that. But I wouldn't be sharing that gift with the world. I wouldn't be sharing that talent with the world or with the people around me, right? And so many years ago, I actually had started a podcast where I was playing music. One of my my youth pastor at the time encouraged me. He said, bro, you got this gift. You're not doing anything with it. You're just sitting on it. Yeah, I know you used to DJ in the nightclubs and all that stuff when you went to college and then you got saved and you stopped. But brother, you need to figure out a way to continue to use that gift for God's glory. So I started a Christian radio show many years ago, right? It took me around the world. But I say that to say... Whoever got blessed through that, it was not about me, it was not about my gift. It was about me saying, hey, I wanna use this gift to glorify God, to point people to Jesus. And I wanna encourage you all to do the same thing, okay? Some of you, you may have the gift, you may say, well, well wait, I, I, like, I can't DJ, what, what, what can I do? I'm gonna give you some examples. I'm gonna give you some examples. Some of you, you may have the gift of hospitality. You are amazing at making people feel welcome in an environment. Right here at the church, we have a first impressions ministry that I'm sure would love to have you. I know they would, right? Be a great place for you to serve. For some of you, you love working with children. You like holding babies. You like working with little kids. Kid City is an amazing place that you can serve and be a part of a really young person's life and their spiritual development. Okay? For some of you, this is what your heart is. You are compassionate, and your heartbeat is community-driven. You hate seeing people who are in need, and you always want to help those people. Local Hope, amazing place for you to serve. But I'm gonna say this, because partly I'm the high school pastor. I work in student ministry. It is my passion, right? Some of you, your passion is you want to see the next generation of leaders raised up. You don't wanna see a, a student make the same decisions that you may have made when you were in high school or middle school or, or something like that. Uh, you you wanna pour in to, 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 to students on that level. Listen, we would love to have you serve in high school ministry. But here's the reality of this other situation. Take your gifts, take your abilities, the things that God has placed in your heart and use them in some way that is a blessing to other people. Use them in some way that's a blessing to other people. That is why God gave us those gifts, those talents and those abilities. I wanna end with this. I just want you to imagine in your mind right now, if you and your group of friends both set out and said, you know what? We're gonna take the gifts, we're gonna take the talents, we're gonna take the abilities that God has given us, and we're all gonna pitch in together and do something amazing. Let me tell you something. That's what Jesus did with his friends, the disciples. They went out and did something amazing, and they spread this thing called Christianity, and it's been going around the world for 2,000 years. And so many people have been able to be set free because they were willing to sacrifice whatever they they had at the time to go out and use their gifts, their talents and their abilities for the glory of God. I want to implore you to do the same thing today. You guys, one of the reasons why I love you guys ministry so much. I remember my college days and I I just remember having the whole world in front of me and, and just being excited about life. And, and and I'm just telling you, God is doing some amazing things in your life. And I want you to use those gifts, those talents, those abilities that God has given you to be a blessing to someone else. Let's have a word of prayer. Lord, I thank you so much for this opportunity that we just had to study your word, Lord. I thank you for all the, the, the folks who are tuned in, uh, in in our young adult ministry here at Hope, Lord. I just ask and pray, Lord, that you would impart on them and show them that you've given them amazing gifts, amazing talents, amazing abilities, and you want them to go out and help to change the world with those gifts, talents, and abilities, Lord, to spread the word, to help someone in need, Lord, to pour into the next generation. In your name we pray, Lord, amen. Thanks so much for listening today. If you're interested in learning more about our ministry, head over to gethope.net slash And if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe so we can stay connected.